a new podcast, Journey into the World of Language and the Cultures They're a Part of. Impact 89 FM presents Langringos. Hola todos, bonjour, Ahman, Nihao. Dude, I'm breaking up all the languages today. Can you guess which ones I was using there? Um, I, I think the first one was Spanish. If my however many years of Spanish experience dude, don't fail. How'd you know? How did you know, dude? Uh, and then bonjour sounds like French, so I'm gonna yeah. guess that. Yep. Uh, and I don't even remember what the other two you said. So I said Ahman, which fun fact is Arabic for hello in honor of the World Cup draw that took place a couple of days ago. I'm breaking out the Arabic because it's in Qatar and I'm juiced for this World Cup. Fun fact, I might be going to Qatar, so. Alrighty. So anyways, enough of that intro. Welcome back to the Langringos podcast. This is our second episode. I'm here with my co-host, co-patriot, my great friend, Derek. Derek, how are we doing today, man? We are doing well. We are doing very well, ready to get started excited been a little bit so um yeah definitely has been a bit we're uh we're just going to get straight to the meat and potatoes of this episode as you all i'm not sure if you all listened to the first episode but uh initially we were talking about the american language dilemma we kind of covered a lot of things that we wish could change about languages in the united states why they're not as prevalent what americans perceptions of the outside world are stuff like that and one of the reasonings was the fact that there just exists so many different misconceptions here in the United States about languages and reasoning, like reasons that people might not want to go out and learn them, which might lead to a lack of motivation, et cetera, et cetera, which we figure is essentially an episode in its own. So today we're going to be going through around five or six different misconceptions that we have talking about and talking about our own experiences, any examples. And I know Derek, you're a big metaphor analogy guy. We're going to be all sorts of different things we're going to be covering in this episode today. So if you want, Derek, take us away with our, our first misconception of languages in the United States of America. Okay. Um, so, you know, I've talked to some people uh, in, my, in my life, right? And so, something I've heard is that if you want to become fluent in another language, you have to live in another country for X number of years, whether that be 5, 10, 15, 20. And that's true, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's the only way to do it, right? It's impossible to do it any other way. Um, like, actually impossible, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> we are kidding, everyone. <laughs> Got him. Uh, that is our first misconception. Very much, you do not have to live in that country to, uh, to, to learn the language, especially with technology nowadays, you know. We kind of sound like some boomers talking about how great technology is, but it is true. There's so much that you can do from the comfort of your own home without leaving your room, without leaving your bed even. Um, so yeah, so you know, some of the things that uh, you can do and some of what we've done is you can take classes with people online, right? Uh, that's great. And there are plenty of web websites and apps like that. Personal favorite of mine for classes is italki. Uh, you can find tutors and uh, actual uh, professional teachers for pretty cheap. So it's really cool. Um, anyways, another thing you can do is something that we've done 
an, a, a great deal of, right? And that's replacing everything or at least a great deal of what you do on a daily basis with your target language, right? So we all listen to music, we all watch shows, right? And why not do those things in the language that you're trying to learn? There's really not any reason not to, right? That, I don't, There's I, maybe not any reason things. not to. Maybe, maybe that was too many negatives there. Um, but this anyway, Spanish, there, there's no there's no double negatives. I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, essentially, there are so many reasons to do so and no reason um, like that you shouldn't, right? So, you know, because there are so many great shows in every language. Netflix has been doing a great job with it. This isn't sponsored. We wish it was. Um, One day Netflix. we will be, right? Yeah, Netflix, if you're listening, we're here. Um, but <laughs> yeah, there, there are a lot of great shows just in every language. There's been a whole bunch in Spanish in recent years. Um, and we're certain that there's a whole bunch. I, I know my sister tells me all the time that there are a whole bunch of new shows in, in Italian, for example. So I'm sure that um, they're, they're branching out a great bit, right? Um, second, I guess, is like what, not, not second misconception, but just kind of going along with this, right? Is that you have to live in a country to become fluent. Well, it depends on your definition of fluency, right? So I don't know if you want to get started on this one, Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times too, in the United States, people will say, you know, oh, I'm, I need to live in that country to become fluent. Mm-hmm. So I can essentially have fluency be my level of English just in a different language. Mm-hmm. And that's not definitely, like, that's not true to be exact. Like if, if that's what your definition of fluency is, I shouldn't say it's not true. Like if if that's what your conception of fluency is, then yeah, probably you would have to live in a country for a very long time to get towards that level because, you know, your native country, you've been living there for a long time and you are around it every single day. And that's what you were wired to speak. And, you know, you learned while you were young. Mm -hmm. But I think what, what a lot of people don't realize is you don't have to reach that level in order to be able to communicate with people on a daily basis without problems. And I think, at least in my opinion, and what I think the most accurate definition of fluency is, is being able to find a way to communicate with anybody without, without struggle, without having to think, essentially, like without having to think super hard, and essentially using the words and grammar structures that you already know to communicate with them, and essentially utilizing the tools you already have in order to communicate with them effectively. It's not about knowing every single word in the language. I still don't know every single word in the English language. You in know. order to do so. oh actually no i think i don't <laughs> i uh i just learned what the what the meaning of harbinger was the other day and i think that's a great word and i'm 21 years old and i had no idea about it so i still don't know that one yeah. i'm 23 so i think i'm, I'm ahead of you man <laughs> but i might learn it one day you will you definitely will i'm gonna start using it um all right <laughs> but yeah it's all just about you know, learning enough words, learning enough grammar structures and and being able to utilize that in your head in order to communicate with people effectively. Like if you're trying to find a a specific word, you know, there's other ways of explaining it. Like, you know, if I want to say the word textbook and I don't know how to say textbook, I'd be like, oh, pues estoy intentando buscar un libro que uso en mi clase. Or like, you know, a book that I use in my class instead of a textbook. You know, it's not the exact word per se, but you're describing the word. And that's essentially everything you do in your native language. Well, if you don't know what a word means, you look it up and you get the definition in English and you use other words to piece together what it means. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of times people might think that fluency is so hard to achieve 
and so mm -hmm. hard to get to that they don't want to go out and learn another language. I don't know what you think about fluency, Derek, and what your definition yeah. is. Cause it's, it's different for everybody. Well, yeah, I think one thing is that kind of like dilemma where people see it as like a barrier to entry, right? And it's the fact that, oh, just because I'm never going to be able to learn perfect French or whatever language, because I can't go and live in France for 30 years, I might as well not try. That It just doesn't make sense, right? And it's the same thing of like someone that maybe like they want to start going to the gym or something like that. And they're like, oh, just because I'm not going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't like just because of that means I should never work out it's like no you know you work out for all the other benefits for the health and everything like that um not that's why you go to crunch fun. bro like, you, yeah no crunch <laughs> sad story uh I was a member of crunch fitness and it closed very sad so now rest in peace crunch fitness yeah now we're on team that crunch location fitness. obviously the, the the company still exists but just that specific yeah. location yeah. holds a very special place in Derek's heart and a little bit of my heart as well anyways <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, and then as far as the definition of fluency, yeah, I think I think you hit it right on the right on the head there, buddy. Um, you know, it, it's really just being able to express yourself without too much strain um, about a variety of topics. You know, and if you don't know a word, I guess fluency is is what happens when you don't know a word and you're still able to get your point across. Like you said, exactly. That's a great right? point. Mm -hmm. And you know, maybe you don't know the word for deny but you can say not accept you know and so, so those little things are fluency um a lot of people have like 20 30 minute videos on youtube discussing what is fluency uh we're not going to dive that deep into it because we think it's kind of pointless to talk too much about it um you know a lot of the times you can kind of get caught up in the question as as opposed to just going and doing something about it right um so because we don't want to get caught up in a discussion about oh is it possible to be fluent or what is even fluency or whatever and then you don't you never start learning right mm -hmm. um yeah essentially so yeah. It, what what our point is fluency is not as hard to achieve as you think it is it's obviously gonna take some hard work and dedication and repetition mm -hmm. but like derek said you can do it from your house like i became fluent in spanish during the pandemic and obviously i wasn't able to travel and it was me you know being able to have some time on my hands and just taking everything I do on a daily basis in English, things that I already enjoy, watching Netflix, listening to music, listening to podcasts. You know, I'm a big soccer fan. So I listen to a lot of soccer podcasts. You know, I listen to ESPN FC, for example. Well, there's ESPN Deportes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's different people, but they're still talking about the exact same thing. Um, and, you know, we're able to meet people, you know, do lessons online and talk to tutors. We're able to meet people online. It's like I, I talked to people from all across the globe and met them and became friends with them without even meeting them in person by doing it yeah. online. Like if now is like, if there is a time to learn a language online through technology, it's now's now. the time to do it. Yeah. The time is now. And you know, obviously it's not as you don't get that direct contact with the culture and the language, mm -hmm. which definitely has its benefits to it, but just to get started and get that base and become fluent. It's, it's so achievable. It really is. Yeah. No. And I think that this whole misconception of it's impossible to become fluent unless you go to the country is something that's rather outdated, you know, because maybe, you know, 50 years ago when there wasn't the technology that there is today. Yeah, it really was like the most feasible option to really go and become fluent. Right now, it's like, sure, it certainly does a lot of the work for you. Right. And it's makes it a lot easier if you're just constantly surrounded by the language. You don't actually have to put forth any effort. Um, but 
you know, the, the, there's so many things that we can do now. And because it's really just not an option for most people just to drop everything they're doing and move to, to Europe, right? Um, but yeah, and, and then also just like, I think getting to like a good level um, really takes a different amount of time for everyone, right? Um, and there are always these programs that are like, uh, get fluent and, and, you know, it's like a 10 week, 10 week track to fluency or think in English uh, or, or whatever the language may be, right? In, in five weeks or whatever. It's like, that's a lie. You know, it's, it's the same thing, like the, the, the pill that is going to make you lose 20 pounds. You know, it's like, no, <laughs> it doesn't exist, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that by kind of throwing away and discarding all that, all that uh, false stuff and kind of filtering through, you know, what, what's true and what, and what could be true and, and what's clearly false definitely helps. Um, but I guess it's like a counter thing to that moving to another country, right? There are plenty of people. And I guess this kind of gets into fluency versus like speaking language perfectly, right? So going back to our, our buddy Arnold that we just mentioned, he's been in the US for I don't know how long. He has a very marked and, and noticeable accent, right? Um, so does someone like, for example, Sofia Vergara from Colombia, right? So they don't speak perfect English, but they are by all means fluent in language. So it kind of depends on your goal a little bit too, right? But um also, and, and, and I guess a quick note with them is they've kind of made that their trademark, you know, that, that they've kind of made that their role and that's how they're going to get their, that their, their movie roles and stuff like that, because they're so famous for having that accent and stuff. But um, I guess it's just an example of like, you could, you could move to another country and really not put in the effort. You get fluent in some time. Um, but if you want to speak the language like perfectly, perfectly, you are going to have to do it on your own and you might as well just do it on your own from your house, you know? So Exactly. And I going off your point too, Derek, about speaking a language perfectly, like, is, is that really even achievable? Like we've, you know, we're obviously native English speakers. <laughs> I make grammar mistakes once in a while. There's certain words I don't know. So yeah, even I don't speak perfect English. I don't, you know, everyone's capabilities with language are different. As long as you can communicate with people <laughs> and get your message across, like you said, and any you know doesn't matter which way it is as long as you get your message across with the words and the grammar structures you know yeah. you're fluent and you can communicate with anybody and that's when it gets even more fun when you can just start talking to people and that's what language is for that's the whole reason why we learn languages yeah and and, and talking about having fun uh if any of our listeners wants to go back through however long we've been talking for nick has made exactly 11 grammatical errors in english if anyone wants to go and find them I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're really going to lose all my credibility, dude. Hey, anyone, anyone who finds them gets uh they get a prize. We're going to, we're going to name that prize yeah. later. Yeah. We'll, we'll interview you next time. <laughs> yeah. You'll get a free interview. Oh man. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I don't know if, if we've probably said something wrong by now. Yeah. Uh, yes, but, but, I don't know. but we just proved our point then, you know, you can't mm -hmm. speak a language completely perfect. Exactly. So. Um, and <laughs> I feel like that's enough for misconception. Number one. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely have gone very in depth into this one. Let's, yeah. let's move on to our next myth misconception. And this one, it's kind of applicable to other things in life per se, but I've heard it a lot with languages too, is I can't learn another language because I'm just not good at it or I'm not mm. born to, to learn another language. Yeah. Like, first of all, look across the globe. And this is what I'm going to say is 
look at how many people have been able to learn another language. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, well, I'm not, I wasn't born to become the next LeBron James. Yeah, I wasn't, I'm not LeBron, but I was still, I still am a good basketball player. (laughs) Like I can, you know, I still play, I'm still athletic and I can still play the sport. It's with language. Like you don't have to be born to do anything with enough hard work and enough dedication, especially with languages and repetition. And our biggest key is just finding the ways to enjoy it. Cause in that way you don't even have to dig deep and find that motivation. Yeah. And it's so no, achievable. So many different people have done it. Yeah. No, the, there's no reason yeah, why that, you- that's something that, you know, we, we talk about a lot and we're going to continue to talk about and really hammer that home that if you make whatever your language learning process is enjoyable, then you don't have to think about it. You don't have to find time to do it. And you're going to look back and like, you know, six months has passed and you're like, crap, like, I'm a lot better at speaking Spanish or, or whatever it was than I was six months ago, you know? Um, so it's, it's really cool. Like when you find like an old audio message or something like that, and you listen, you're like, Oh God, like my accent was awful then, or I made some mistake, you know, it's really cool to look back on. Um, but yeah. And, and I guess this whole thing about not being good at it, right. It really depends on the method. Um, I remember early on, so probably like three years ago or something like that, I watched one video on YouTube. I believe it's it was by TED, like TED Talks. And I believe it was called How Polyglots, Polyglots Learn Languages. Um, and it was this lady and she was talking about all these methods that these polyglots have used, you know? And it was really cool and really eye-opening that, you know, you just have to find what works for you, really, you know? Um, like, I guess as a personal anecdote, my paternal grandmother, she says that she wishes she would have learned Spanish, but she was never any good at it, right? Granted, she was born in the 1930s, so so it was a bit different, right? And she didn't have access to the internet and whatnot, uh, at least not to my knowledge. You never know. Um, Time traveler. (laughs) Yeah, but she always said that, you know, the the structure that they kind of imposed on about it, or yeah, imposed on the students in school of like these grammatical tables and like memorizing this vocabulary and stuff like that just didn't work for her. But she's a tremendous like artist. She used to paint a whole bunch and draw a whole bunch. And like, even now she colors a whole bunch, you know, just, just kind of staying in touch with that. So it's like, obviously it makes sense that like a formulaic approach wasn't going to work for her. You know, and it it sounds so, so clear going forward, like they're looking back, but I think it's something that can be applied to everyone. You know, you have to find what works for you. Like just because we, we preach like watching Netflix and watching YouTube and listening to music and and whatever, right. Just because we're fans of that doesn't mean it necessarily works for you. It's worked for us and it's worked for a lot of people. So we suggest it as like a starting point. Right. But yeah, like, you know, my grandma would have definitely had a much better time if she was able to like relate learning a language to being like more creative, right? Because that just that formulaic approach, she's always said, she's like, I'm really bad at math and like, granted, language isn't math, but there, there certainly is like a creative and like a cultural component to everything, right? So I think, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but we can learn from that experience and hopefully someone can kind of use this going forward and, um, not say i'm not good at learning languages so i'm just not gonna try yeah it's like anything in life you know i'm oh i'm not i wasn't born to do this i'm not good at it so i'm not gonna try mm-hmm. give it a shot you know give it a whirl like it's like you said everyone's experience with it is different you know yeah. we everyone in in life has different things they love different living habits they do different things every day and different styles of living it's all about finding ways to incorporate it and the thing with language learning is it's so 
general and so broad and there's so many different ways of incorporating it into your daily life that you're going to find a way to do it no matter what it might be and it might take some time to find that took me some time but once I got in the groove like Derek said you're going to look down the line six months four months whatever it may be down the line and you're going to be like you're not even going to realize how much you're improving until like someone points it out or you read you listen to an old audio message you're like holy crap like this surrounded by this all the time it's literally like an artificial environment like we talked about earlier creating that that environment of being in the language and not just studying in school. And, you know, that's essentially its own episode in itself. Like yeah, language learning in schools and, yeah. you know, just reading from textbooks and studying vocab mm-hmm. that that's not, that's not learning a language, you know, like yeah. obviously you're learning some of the basics, but that's not actually going out and speaking it. The whole reason why we learn languages is to talk with other people. You don't do that in schools. Yeah. No, and definitely like just because maybe like, maybe someone got like a C in their high school Spanish class, right? So now they use that as like a reason to not learn Spanish. It's like that, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mean anything, right? Like just because you you weren't good at something when you were 16, <laughs> doesn't mean you can't be good at it now. And just because you weren't good at something in a very specific way of it being taught, doesn't mean that you won't excel in another way of it being taught, you know? Uh, yeah, do not by so, any means let a letter grade like a very subjective form of or objective yeah. form of grading somebody deter you from learning a language. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it's a it's letter. Not, it's, it's school. You know, that's it's studying vocab. It's reading literature and reading comprehension. It's not actually learning like you're learning language part of it, but that, that's not giving you a grade on your ability to speak Spanish. Yeah, it's not. It's your ability just to do well in the class. So do not by any means, no matter you could get a zero percent in the Spanish class and you can still learn the language yeah like i got a zero percent in all my spanish but no kidding but like it's it's still achievable it really is yeah no and in that that ted talk video that i mentioned um i believe one of the people that she talks about like one of her friends they did like really poorly um in like their english classes or whatever and then at like 30 they were just like oh i'm just gonna try this different method and it worked wonders and now like that person speaks like five six seven languages it's like what like and it's just because, oh, they weren't a prodigy growing up. You know, it doesn't mean anything, you know, it doesn't because you weren't good at a class. That's like, ah, but anyways, I feel like that's exactly. enough here. Um, yeah. You uh, the next, next misconception. Let, let's ride it. Let's ride the wave into the next misconception we got here. And here's what I'm going to say. Okay. And this one, oh boy, I don't want to say it infuriates me, man, but it like, it's like, okay, this, we, we need to talk about this. It's people we who don't. <laughs> yeah anyways here's people who don't speak english as their first language are at a disadvantage because they can't speak our language essentially somebody who like doesn't speak language at or doesn't speak english as their first language or doesn't speak it at home they're at a disadvantage and like that sucks Mm -hmm. does does it suck man sucks a lot man um yeah <laughs> no this it's is unreal gross, dude unreal <laughs> yeah let's hear it um uh, here's here's the thing that bugs me about this and I'll, i will say the first first part i'll say is it part of it is true not that they're at a disadvantage but it you know when they first move here or you know whether they don't speak english at all if you know if someone moves to the united states yeah it's going to be tough to learn english because that's like a misconception or whatever but once you learn english 
or not not because it's a misconception because it's a struggle or because it's like a you know it's an inconvenience per, per se but once you learn that second language like once you learn english and start communicating with people i mean we're gonna do a whole episode episode on this after about you know benefits of being bilingual but hmm. at this point you speak two languages and yeah you know, sure whatever you have an accent in english or you make some grammatical mistakes in English. So what? Are you kidding me? Like being able to speak two languages by mm -hmm. no means, by no means at all, is that like, are you at a disadvantage compared to other people? Yeah. No, by no means at all. Yeah. They say, you know, like uh, I've watched a lot of polyglot videos. I don't know. I find them pretty entertaining. It's kind of hard not to get caught up in that. <laughs> but uh, after a while, I kind of pull myself out of that YouTube. <laughs> hole. But um, they say that like each language that you learn, the next one becomes easier because you just like what works for you just becomes so clear. And you just have like, you, I guess your strategies and everything in place so perfectly that it's just, it, it's, you know, x times faster than than when you learned your your second or third language or whatever right learning the, your fourth or your fifth not saying that everyone has to do that right it's perfectly fine just to learn one language that's that's all we're encouraging here um but yeah and, and i think that one thing like i guess maybe where this misconception stems from um is that like english is a very widely spoken language you know so it's like a valuable resource right so if you're going and doing like a language exchange being able to help someone with English is definitely, you know, definitely great. Um, like some of my language exchange partners, they've said that it's been a lot harder for them to like find someone that's like wanting to learn Spanish. And I was like, really? Cause like, like, like we go on that app tandem. Right. And we just get flooded with messages and there are just so many people, right? It's like, well, oh my God, like you, you feel like a little celebrity, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, just because so many people want to learn English, right? Because it's such a high in demand language. Mm -hmm. But um, even if, you know, if you're trying to learn English or, or, or whatever, you're trying to learn some language that doesn't really, I guess, isn't really common or, or you speak a language that isn't really common, there's always going to be someone wanting to learn that language or wanting to interchange you know it's just a matter of it might not be as easy to find that person and they might not be as readily available but they're still out there you know so they're out there man without question and going off of a similar note as well people who also have the opportunity like I, i'm gonna i'm gonna sound like mlk right here but if, if i had a dream i would be like if i would be like I would have parents from a different country as crazy as this sounds like having parents from a different country to where mm -hmm. your first language is the language you learn like your parents language which isn't english and then you speak both at home especially like growing up in that environment where you can speak both of them very well and you can also go out in school and meet friends and live in a, a country that obviously speaks english so let's say your parents are from mexico and you grow up in a spanish-speaking house but obviously you're going to speak english too because you can go outside and go to school and essentially live in that other language and that country like that and that's sometimes too like where i've heard like all oh, those people are at a disadvantage you know they're they're speaking a, a second language at home in what way is learning another language a bad thing no it makes no sense and i've heard this too I, like i've literally heard this dude i'm like how in the world is this a bad thing you know, and, and it's like, oh, maybe, maybe like they have an accent in English, right? And, and they're being judged by someone that only speaks English. And it's like, okay, they're literally smarter than you because they can speak two languages. Like, 
you have nothing to like you have nothing on them you know like yeah why criticize <laughs> yeah and, and that's the whole thing too is especially in the united states like people people just don't understand the language learning process like a lot of people don't and they mm-hmm. don't respect it enough so that's why we're like oh yeah. that person speaks with an accent huh like you know blah 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 but their accent's so funny well guess what would happen if you learned another language mm-hmm. you would have an accent as well because it's hard to acquire a native accent especially in the english language because our pronunciation is the most messed up and hard <laughs> probably of any language in the in the world yeah so no and, and yeah. at the end of the day they speak two languages and you don't not trying to trash on those people but like why would you criticize somebody for knowing two languages yeah. and making fun of them when they know more than you do when it comes to languages and they speak two languages and communicate with more people yeah uh, th- this exactly like what i told uh, my family that moved here from brazil right i i told them i was like if anyone ever and I mean, ever gives you guys a hard time about your English or whatever, you know, I, I, I almost wanted to say just put up a middle finger, but obviously that'd be a little dramatic, but yeah. just, just don't take it the wrong way because you're doing something, learning a second language that they've likely not done if they're kind of, you know, giving you crap for it. Because um, anyone that's been through it is not going to give anyone else crap about it you know it's like mm. i was like if they you know ever, anyone ever makes fun of your english or, or ever like says you have an accent or whatever okay you're doing something that they're not doing you know that, that, that so you're winning you know they, they have no reason to make fun of you because you're winning so yeah we can't stress that enough yeah but, uh, that, it's, it's a little like i said it's not infuriating per se but it's it's like oh my god and, and it's just very questionable and head scratching when, when people like, say come that. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> exactly. It is. So yeah. I think that's enough for our, was that our third or fourth misconception? I already lost. I already lost. That was our third one. Our third. Let's, yeah. let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling <laughs> in a number four. And I'm going to say this one too. This is another one. I, again, not infuriating, but it's like, this is one that needs to be addressed per se. And that is, <laughs> I, and we've heard this a lot as well. I am too busy to learn, to learn another language. I'll do it over the summer or when I'm not in school or I'll wait till I graduate and get a job or I'll yeah. wait until the moon is blue at a waning crescent, 34%. And then that way I'll have more time because it's going to make the universe align and have, give me more time. What What is what is wrong with this, Derek? What did you say is my question. How do you, not, <laughs> you don't understand that? What? I don't speak yeah. them, bro. Astrology, dude. Oh God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's it's something, you know. It, it's just like one, it's like, okay, I'm gonna wait to start learning a language until I can sit down and study grammar books and vocab books for six hours per day. One. If you had six hours per day to do it, I highly doubt you would actually <laughs> study grammar and look at books for six hours a day. One, I personally don't find that fun. Maybe you do nothing against it, but I'm just saying like, you know, who's really going to do that? Um, and it's just, you know, why wait? Why wait? There's no reason to wait. Um, it's, you know, you might as well just get started and then when you're freed up over the summer when your classes end or whatever right then you can kind of really um I guess put it in the next year you know and and really just go extra hard but there's no reason to wait until you know like you have time and and we've talked about this a bit and we're going to continue talking about it you know just replacing what you do and and just 
filling in the gaps, you know, and it's like maybe, uh, let's say after you take a shower, right, while you're getting dressed, normally you don't do that with music or with a podcast or anything like that, but you definitely could, you know, and it's like, however long that is, or while you're making your breakfast and just your commute to work or school or walking from one class to another, right? There's so many little gaps throughout the day that can just be filled with something, ideally <laughs> learning a language um, that I think oftentimes we aren't aware of, you know? And it's not really until like you kind of audit yourself and audit what you're doing and how much you're actually consuming of, of like how much content mm-hmm. you're actually consuming, right? That you realize like, wow, I'm like, I could be definitely, I have time you know and just because you don't have time to sit down and study it's like i you know i work a full-time job i don't have time to sit down and study spanish all the time but you know every almost every night i have 30 minutes to an hour to watch netflix that's that's good you know in my 30 minute lunch break i normally watch an episode of, or, or something or a couple of videos on youtube you know it's just about filling in the gaps with the time that you do have exactly that's something that I've incorporated in my life. And thankfully, Derek, you've taught me about this as well. And like you said, everyone's life is different. You know, like you said, you work a full-time job. I'm a college student, but like you said, I'm going to go, I, you know, I got to go to work in 30 minutes while I'm going to shower. While I shower, I'm going to put on some, some Yatra or some Eladio Carrion, even though I don't listen to him, but you know, you get the point. Like you can put on some, some Spanish music or a podcast and then, all right, well, it's a 15 minute walk to work for me. Mm -hmm. If that's 15 minutes to put in my headphones and listen to a podcast, listen to whatever. And and just think of that accumulated over time, you know, it, it, it's huge do. per week, yeah. almost every week of the year. It's like, that's a lot. It's huge. And you don't realize how much just listening to this language is and getting your ears accustomed to it. It's massive. Listening is very important. Mm-hmm. And what I will say too, is not like this contradicts my point, but yes, there will be times in your life where in periods in your life where you might not be able to do as much in Spanish or learning another language as in other times, but as long as you find a way to keep in contact with it somehow, whether it be through music or podcasts, whatever it may be, or you only, you only get 15 minutes a day, you know, as long as you keep in contact with that language, it's, it's natural. It's like anything in life. You know, there's going to be times where your life changes a little bit and you can't do certain things for certain amounts of time. And, you know, you maybe get some more time to have freed up and then you are able to talk to people more. You're able to do more things like, that's life. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And just know that that's okay. But as far as starting goes, you don't have to, when you start, you don't have to sit down four hours a day and then from there it gets easier Just start yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Cause, Cause it's not feasible to do that yeah. either. You know? and, and I think another thing um, is oftentimes like we kind of lie to ourselves about like what we're actually doing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So even like, I'm guilty of this sometimes. And it's like, oh, maybe I, you know, didn't hit, maybe, maybe I'd like watched something in English during my lunch break or, or whatever, right? Like I watched a movie, like yeah, it happens like every once in a while, it's okay. But as long as you like, you don't let it become a habit, you know? And like, it's bad when you're trying to justify it. It's like, oh, but like, so I didn't like really do anything in Spanish today, but like, oh, I went to the store and like, I talked to the cashier. It's like, okay, that was like a two minute conversation. Sure, it's yeah. better than nothing. But it like, you can't use that as like a justification to not, you know, kind of actually put in the work somewhere. Like, yeah, the, I, <laughs> the, the, the meme, it's like, you can't escape the grind but <laughs> to an extent, you know, but, but yeah. obviously you're trying to make the grind the least grindy 
possible, you know, you're trying yeah. to make it most enjoyable, but you know, you're not going to learn a language overnight. You're not going to learn it, not having any contact with it. It's just something that's going to take some time and it's going to, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. you've got to find a way to fit that into your life and make it enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, Exactly. You're not going to have just all day out of nowhere, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm barring some major change in your life, you're not just going to have 10 hours a day. Yeah. Exactly. And and like I mentioned earlier as well, when you start, like just start somewhere, don't be afraid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what, whenever it be, whether it be right after you start listening, or stop listening to this episode, which we hope, but obviously, you know, might not, or tomorrow or next week, find that, find that time to start and just watch a video in Spanish, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand half of it, if you don't understand the entire thing, that's fine. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's where it starts. Like when I started watching videos, like native content in Spanish, there were times where I had no idea what in the world they were saying, like, Oh my gosh, they speak so fast. But this is that repetition we talk about where once you start listening repeatedly at that speed, you're going to make things out so clearly. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, yeah. No, like I remember my first time, I think I was watching, um, it, it, it was like one of my first times listening to bad bunny you know, he's, he's from Puerto Rico and they go, they speak really quickly and they have all this slang and stuff like that. And like the first song I listened to by him, I liked the beat. <laughs> I was like, that's why I like it. And like, I understood like a couple words in the chorus. I was like, oh, that was good. And now like I can listen to his songs and like, I get like almost everything on like the first listen to, to like a brand new song, you know? And like, it just really makes me feel good, you know, of like how much I've progressed in, in, in a couple of years or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, just get started, get started somewhere. Please don't, don't be scared by, you know, don't make it a daunting task because there, there's legit no barrier to entry, you know, like starting with a five minute video is enough. It's enough to start, you know, and just kind of get that ball rolling. Um, don't make it feel like you have to go and talk to a native speaker on the first day. That's intimidating, you know, for, for, for 90% of us. I'm sure some people are like, no, let's do it. Um, <laughs> there, there are crazy people for everything, right? But, you know, for most people, that's intimidating. So, you know, find something that's not and just mm-hmm. kind of ease your way into it if you have to. But the important thing is just to kind of get started and get that ball rolling. And even if that is like, if that's not intimidating to you and that's the way you start, that's the way you start. And if you don't understand anything that the person's saying and the conversation goes terribly, so be it. You know, like, I don't know, you've probably all heard the quote, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Well, sometimes that first step, you trip and fall and yeah. you get up again, then you trip and fall. But it's all about finding your footing and knowing that, like, in the long run, once you keep keep going and once you keep keep going one foot in front of the other, you're going to mm-hmm. find your footing. Yeah. And if you fall, you're falling forward more likely than not. Exactly. You know, You're that, definitely that's that's still moving a couple inches or a foot or two. Exactly. Forward. Move those pylons. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's, I don't know if you got anything else, Derek, but I think, think that's no, enough. I'm good at that one. I'm good at that or one. Misconception number four. And, and this last misconception, we're going to pull like a, a Sony pictures right here and give you a little teaser trailer for the next Easy. episode. Um, and th- that is this. There is no point in me learning another language. Why should I do it? I and yeah but you want to just like stop recording this podcast yeah, it's, yeah it's, let's do it oh, just kidding just kidding 
but this is something we've heard a lot and we think this is so important that we're going to create an entire episode on this and that'll be our episode three mm-hmm. and the, the benefits of learning another language because they pretty much go hand in hand and i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and this is gonna be i'm gonna try and make this into a little summary and you know do a little spark note summary of, of this that? entire episode essentially one you can communicate with so many different people from all around the world with that comes unbelievable experiences that you're never going to forget for the rest of your life we'll go more into that next episode as well the things that that we've experienced number three it's fun and you can incorporate it into your daily life mm-hmm. and lastly i will say too and this is potentially another motivator for a lot of people and it, it's valid but it shouldn't be your only reason to learn another language is it looks good on a resume and you're more marketable which you are it's true like it, yeah. it very much is and i think that's just kind of like a cherry on top Derek, I, don't, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that little summary right there no i think you know short, short of diving right in um which, which it's tempting it's tempting but uh we're gonna respect everyone's time <laughs> yeah it's it's like we're like a dog like looking at like a uh, a bowl of food and we're just on a leash and we can't like we we're, we just want to <laughs> pounce on it. our mouths are watering right now we're ready just to yeah. pounce but we can't and we're just waiting on that okay right yeah exactly <laughs> Dude, all of our we've just made so many analogies and metaphors already so many, like we're so many yeah Maybe we, we apologize but we're, to, we just love the, it the analogy podcast <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh man well but no i mean i i think that's for me that's good man i think i think we covered everything i wanted to cover yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else either. So we appreciate you all so much in listening to our misconceptions episode, all of the misconceptions that we have heard. And again, we want to clarify, we're not saying, we're not stereotyping everybody and saying that everybody in the United States thinks this way. We're just, we compile this list um, of personal experiences of things that we have heard from people. And we mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of common across the U.S., not saying everybody does that. And we just want to highlight these and help you all out and know that these don't exist and they're not true. And there's ways around them. And reason number one million as to why you all should go out and start learning another language, no matter when it may be, where it may be, what it may be, just to go out and do it because the benefits are endless. And we're going to be going more into that in our next episode. And like I said, thank you all again so, so much for listening. If you really liked our episode, feel free to leave us a like. Go check us out on wdbmimpact.org. Check out some other cool podcasts on there as well. Feel free to follow us on Instagram. Uh, Check us out on YouTube as well. We're on Spotify and YouTube. If you want to listen to a podcast form, YouTube form, whatever you all prefer. Once again, we really faces. What's that? If you want to see our beautiful faces on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Me being biased, I recommend the YouTube form just so you can see it. No, okay. But you know, whatever you <laughs> maybe, whatever. maybe don't go on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you should go on YouTube. But um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Check us out, whatever platform you all want to. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Lingering ghost podcast at gmail.com. We're always super responses. Leave a comment. Whatever it may be, feel free to leave us a like. And once again, thank you all so much. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Until next time.